to the Mind, Body and Spirit Show. Here with Joe Shipley every Friday on Yes FM 100.3, your voice in the beautiful Yes Valley. Join me as we discuss ways to nourish your body, expand your mind and elevate your spirit. So sit back, take a deep breath and relax. And join me as we expand our horizons and explore new dimensions. to get the intro to work and yes welcome to the mind body and spirit show and i've asked kath to stay i kept her in i dragged her back into the studio and morning kath how are you doing Kicking and screaming i was <laughs> no i'm very well thanks for inviting me back on joe that's great no what a great chat you had with mel during your show what a story she's got to tell. I love her romance story. She tells that very well, doesn't she? If you were listening to that earlier, that was I know. super. I oh. know. Um, so Mel was talking about the holistic wellness event that she's got coming up in Myron Bateman on the 7th of April, at which uh, I will be holding a drumming circle. So boom, boom. And also, Joe, I believe you are holding a stall at that event too. So I would love to know what you were doing there at Mel's Holistic Wellness Taster. Yes, no, more delighted to share with you because um, this is all to do with uh, my sort of launch into the energy healing space. I was in the military for 25 years, 20 or 28 years, and um, I had a big transition into um, becoming an energy healer. So I'm really excited to be able to start bringing my work out into the public. And um, the work that I do is it's kind of a bit ethereal and it's very hard to um, to understand if you're not really sort of on that journey already. So I very much like Mel was speaking, I work with people's energy fields and um I came into this work through faith healing through the church and I had one of those beautiful moments where you sat there and then suddenly the Holy Spirit comes and your hands are on, you know, feel like they're on fire and there's like beams of light coming out and you start praying for somebody and their incurable disease suddenly just disappears and you go, oh my goodness, what just happened? What just happened? (laughs) And so I went on a bit of a journey of exploration to try and understand what that was all about and it's led me to... um, to where I am now, I have an energy healing practice and um, we work with people's energy fields to remove those blocks, you know, those emotional blocks that you get, you know, thoughts become things. So you can think these energy blocks into your energy field. So um, you can sit there for a long, long time and Mel explained it really well. I thought you can do therapy, you can go to see your a psychologist, you can do, you know, all sorts of different modalities to help you clear your energy field um, and get you to a um, a balanced position. Um, And it depends what works for you and what you like doing. But there are some modalities that can help speed up that process. And energy healing is one of those where you sort of um, can zap your energy field and help remove those blocks. So I've been doing that. Um, But it's it's quite hard to do that in a fair environment because it's got to be quiet. You've got to be in the zone. You've got to be relaxed. Um, it's quite intimate. It's quite private. 
So I'm going to be doing Indian head massages. Who doesn't love an Indian head massage? I don't know what an Indian head massage is, but I'm going to be lining up at your table. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of a cross between an energy, energy healing and that head massage you have at the hairdressers. So if you've got a really good hairdresser who does the whole scalp massage and you sit there and go, oh, I just want to stay here. I don't want my hair cut. Um, it's along those lines. Um, so you can come and have a five minute taster. And of course, but trouble is when you have a taster, you start getting your head massaged and then you kind of go, oh, I wish I just want my neck massaged. Oh, then I just want my shoulders. And you feel the energy <laughs> go down. Um, so, and you can also come and pay for like a 20 minute session if you want that. So it's kind of an introductory step. Um, into energy healing um, and it's I think the great opportunity of this fair is you can come and meet people and talk to them and find out what they're like and whether you gel with them because some therapists you know you might not really get on with it's finding that therapist that you know that sort of supports you on your journey and, mm. and you tend to find that um, you're attracted to people who have very similar experiences to yourself so it's good to come and have a chat find out if you like them and go and have a go give it mm. all a go it's going to be wonderful mm. i love this contrast of you joe going from military background via a church explosive experience to energy healing did that just come out of the blue yeah you yeah. went to church one day and and nothing had ever happened like before and all of a sudden you felt like you were on fire as such and that must just have been i cannot even fathom what that must have been like um well i guess i was always into energy work in a kind of hobby format before. So I love crystals. I was doing Reiki. I loved, I lived near Stonehenge. So I used to love going to Stonehenge and feeling the energy around the stones and the ley lines and um, a great, you know, affinity to all those sort of holistic natural things. But because I think there's been a huge change recently in the past 10 years or so, it's becoming a lot more mainstream and a lot Mm. more open. I mean, back in the day then, um, you were considered... Yep, you know, total, total fruit loop. Yeah, <laughs> crackpot. If you and you had to be a hippie and have yeah. dreadlocks and yep. um, I'm going to say tie dye trousers because that was the thing in England. If you wore tie dye trousers, you were a hippie and yep. so all that kind same, of same. Yeah, mm. kind of weird stuff. Um, but it's much more mainstream now, and this is what I love. I mean, I thought, well, do I have to start wearing tie dye trousers now? But it's like, no, I'm a middle aged woman. Um, you know, with my Marks and Spencer shoes, <laughs> which I've still got from England, I'm going to wear them. And uh, But I'm also going to really understand what I'm doing. And if mm. you look at some of the big speakers, um, you know, the, the big spiritual leaders, which we've been talking on this show, they are mainstream American uh, middle class people. Mm. They're not crazy Fruit Loops. They yeah. dress in their suits. They've got nice haircuts. They run a business. Um, but they're still so... Uh, attuned to all this energy work and therapy work um, so it's so much more mainstream now so uh, you mm. can find therapists who are more aligned I think with you and that's what's great about Yas is like we are just Yas people mm-hmm. working with um, people here in Yas and Canberra you know in this area so it's super that we can we can do that and work with people who are very similar to us because mm. mm. that's where the affinity is yeah and so much different talent as well Absolutely. All in one. So you'll be playing your drums? Yes. I'll be, I'll, well, I'll be holding a drumming circle. So people will, I will bring drums that people will be able to um, play and uh, we'll sit in a 
circle and, <laughs> and play the drums together. No experience needed. Yeah. And of course, you know, that's all about the sound therapy, isn't yeah. it? It's that vibration. Vibration. So it's all yep. the same thing. So this is going to be yep. a great event. So mm. we'll, we'll have Mel back on, I'm sure, to talk about this um, over the next couple of weeks as we build up to it. Because, you know, we're in the gang, aren't we, the three of yeah. us? And um, yep. so it's a really great opportunity. So thanks, Kath, for uh, oh. sharing that. And, no worries. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your show. And we'll catch you next week. Okay. So, yes, I had a big birthday this week. Uh, I feel I'm over it now. I've <laughs> I've had a few um, sort of celebrations and it's been great to turn 50. I've had some beautiful friends who have really just made me feel special and that was really lovely. But it does make you think about getting old when you turn 50. Um, it's one of those ages, isn't it? It's a bit of a milestone age 50 because you're like, Mm, is that, am I middle-aged now? Am I there um, or am I old? You're never quite sure, but I'm going to stick with middle age at the moment. Um, but there has been this fabulous program on Netflix, and I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it was called Live to 100, The Secrets of the Blue Zones. And this has been uh, discussed quite widely around um, since it's been shown because it's went to some of the very well-known places where people live to 100, like Japan, and Sardinia in the Mediterranean. And this chap called Dan Buettner, he had a look and he tried to work out what the secrets were to living to be a hundred. So as it turns out, there's a little bit more than just having a laugh with families and friends and basking in the sun and drinking wine if you're in Sardinia. Um, but there are some common lifestyle tips that these cultures with long life expectancies share. So Dan went out with National Geographic to explore the lifestyles of these elderly people about healthy living in their habitats. And he called them the Blue Zones. And this was a book he wrote um, about his discoveries and it became a New York Times bestseller. And these idyllic ecosystems nourish humans who live to 100 years at rates 10 times greater than in the U.S. And they suffer from far fewer cases of heart disease, dementia and cancer. So what were these common threads? So he went off to the Greek island of Akiria, if I, if I say, say that right. And they relocated from the sea to the centre of the island to escape invasion from the Persians and the Romans and the Turks. And they created an isolated but very convivial culture. And so they were having wine that flows into the late night domino games. And during the day, the mild climate and the rugged terrain sort of encouraged that engagement with the outdoors. And in the highlands where the oldest Acarians live, um, yard work was the built-in exercise, so looking after your little plot. And the quintessential Mediterranean diet of fruits, vegetables and whole grains, beans, potatoes and olive oil, uh, I should perhaps throw in tomatoes there because we'll be talking about that shortly, was, has been lauded as one of the healthiest diets for humans. And that's their normal diet. And herbal teas, including wild rosemary, sage and oregano, which are antioxidant and diuretic, um, they sort of detoxify sodium to help regulate blood pressure. And also because they're Greek Orthodox Christians, they, they fast for almost half the year too. And so that calorific uh, restriction is probably the only tried and true way to slow the aging process in mammals. So, yeah, so they were living long because they were living a lovely Mediterranean lifestyle. 
And another place where he went, where religion influenced her health, was a place called Loma Linda in California. And this was home to 9,000 Seventh-day Adventists. Now, most Adventists are vegetarians, and within their tight community, healthy choices are very contagious, and they're supported between one another. And they also have the 24-hour Sabbath, which is observed every Saturday, and that prioritizes relaxation. They also have a very strong volunteering um, approach to life. And this ideal really inspires a healthy sense of purpose. So they're very community-minded and they eat lots of vegetables. And they live, uh, well, there's lots of people there who live to 100. So popping back down to the Mediterranean in Sardinia in Italy, this again is geographically and culturally isolated, which means that healthy genes have remained largely undiluted here. And traditions of hunting, fishing and harvesting food remain strong. So their Mediterranean diet includes pecorino cheese, which is made from the grass-fed sheep and it provides plenty of omega-3 fatty acids. And their choice of wine is the Canino wine, which is high in flavonoids uh, more so than other wines. And that's great for cleansing the arteries. So make sure you drink the right wine, the Canino wine, not just the cheap blanc down the shop. So, and Sardinian shepherds would also typically walk about five miles a day, and that reaps benefits for muscle and bone metabolism and without harming the joints in the way some very high impact uh, workouts would. And then, of course, one of the most famous places where people live to 100 is um, Okinawa in Japan, and that's called the Land of the Immortals. And the women there are the longest living women on the planet. And residents cultivate fresh medicinal mugwort, ginger and turmeric in their gardens and they consume them daily. And this did make me smile when I saw this one. But rather than sitting at dinner tables, they use uh, tatami mats on the floor. And this consistent motion of getting up builds lower body strength and balance. And I did think, oh, my goodness, that's one thing I struggle with is getting up and down off the floor as I get older. So I need to do this. I need to sit up and down on the floor, don't I? That's what I need to do. And they also form this Maui, which is a social network which provides emotional and financial support. And this inspires a sense of security in the Okiwanans. But interesting, an infiltration of fast food on the island is beginning to temper this traditional healthy way of life. So it does seem to be a big, um, oh, a big influence of healthy diets here. It's no fast food. This is your traditional food straight out the garden. Uh, vegetables, uh, no processed food, uh, healthy vegetables and herbs. But he also popped over to Costa Rica and people there spend 85% less than Americans on healthcare, yet they're twice as likely to reach the age of 90. And they drink in Costa Rica in a place called Nicoya, they drink hard water with high calcium and magnesium content. And this promotes stronger bones and reduces the incidence of heart disease. And what is also great for bone um, health is vitamin D. And they just get that simply from hanging out in the sun. And they also have a very positive outlook as part of their culture. And the phrase Pura Vida, which means pure life, is their colloquial greeting. And it's a nod to their Costa Rican affinity for living simply and connecting with nature. Well, so what do you think are the uh, are the common traits there? So it seems to be communing with friends and family, eating light meals and engaging in low impact exercise, 
breathing in some fresh air and soaking up the sun. And this just seems like the key to living a long and prosperous life. Just keep it simple, eat wholesome, healthy food. And I probably would throw in a little bit less stress. And there we go. It couldn't be any easier than that. But yes, tomatoes are very much on my mind at the moment because they seem to be the only thing that's really growing in my vegetable patch. My vegetable patch can't even say that word. But um, yes, the vegetable patch is growing a lot of weeds and a lot of tomatoes. And I was collecting them all in. And these are my tomato plants, which I bought at the Murrum Bateman Field Days. Um, so I'm sure most people here in the Yes Valley have a tomato plant or two, which they picked up at the, uh, the Murrum Bateman Field Days. So how are they doing? They're probably enjoying um, the rain at the moment. We've got a storm here that's coming through. And so I thought we would just have a quick chat about tomatoes because they are really good for the ageing process. And so I'm going to eat all my tomatoes and hopefully knock a few years off my uh, my looks and, <laughs> and feel better for it. So the good thing about tomatoes is that there's only about 23 calories in 100 grams of raw tomatoes. I mean, that's not much, is it? So you can eat them until you're blue in the face or red in the face. Um, and uh, they're just a fantastic vegetable to, or they are fruit to um, keep you going and uh, obviously not put on weight. But there's lots of other health benefits to tomatoes. And another great one is it's a potential antioxidant agent because tomatoes contain a large amount of lysopene, which is a carotenoid and an antioxidant that can be highly effective in scavenging free radicals. And even better, so when our tomatoes are finished, this benefit can even be obtained from heat-processed tomato products like ketchup. So my daughter will be very uh, young-looking. And tomatoes also have a rich source of vitamins and minerals. And a single tomato provides about 40% of your daily vitamin C requirement. It also contains vitamin A and potassium as well as iron and potassium is vital for nerve health and iron of course is essential for maintaining normal blood circulation. And vitamin K1 can be found in tomatoes which is essential for blood clotting and bone health. So very good for your bones and your blood which of course blood is red so there is that affinity with red fruits and vegetables. And because they're rich in vitamin A, it may improve your vision because it's essential for maintaining your optimal eye health. So if you want to boost your intake of vitamin A and beta carotene, which can protect your eyes from age-related um, degeneration and cataracts and other eye diseases, then pop in a few tomatoes. It also helps you with your digestion and I'm not going to say anything about the water, but if you're having a sore tummy at the moment, um, tomatoes might help. And because it keeps your digestive system healthy by preventing gastrointestinal issues. And tomatoes have um, all these antioxidants, uh, which can also manage gastritis, which is when you have the inflamed condition, which affects your stomach lining. So, yes, I'm not sure whether we should be eating tomatoes if you're feeling a bit sore tummy at the moment with the water. Um, and also another good thing about tomatoes is they have a large amount of fiber, which can bulk up the bowels and it reduces symptoms of constipation, which is always very good. And interestingly, because they have this skin and um, 
it protects them from the sun and all the um, sort of enzymes inside the tomato will protect it from the sun. It's very good for sunburn. Of course, there's that affinity there. And I don't know if you've ever done this before. Let me know if you have. The topical application of tomato juice is known to cure severe sunburns. I'm not sure my girls would be too impressed if I came at them with a tomato to put on their sunburn. And the last one here we've got on the list is tomato is also a good source of vitamin C and may also help in provide relief from gallstones. And this antioxidant properties of tomato, um, oh, we've said that already, can also be from these processed foods like ketchup and purees. So, yes, so... Over and, uh, over and above, tomatoes are pretty good superfoods and daily consumption of tomatoes can fulfill the requirements of all the vitamins and minerals that you need to keep yourself going and exert an overall protective effect on the body. So when you're moaning about the amount of tomatoes that you have, don't moan, celebrate. Celebrate all your tomatoes that you have been growing in your garden. So we've just got time to have a look at the full moon, which is happening tomorrow on Saturday. And this uh, month, the full moon is in Virgo with the micro moon. And it's got some major healing vibes happening this month. So in astrology, the full moon is a time to sit with our emotions and unpack whatever has been weighing heavy on our hearts lately. And with this month's full moon happening in the practical and patient sign of Virgo, it's time to investigate our internal landscape and tap directly into the source of all our troubles. Luckily, there are a few transits occurring alongside this full moon that will help us process a lot easier and help us turn inward and connect with our soul work. So this month's full moon, which is happening tomorrow on Saturday, February the 24th, according to the Old Farmer's Almanac, it's known as the snow moon. Not here, obviously, but it's the time of the year when the heaviest snowfall typically occurs in the northern heavens, the northern hemisphere. This month's full moon is also a micro moon, so the opposite of a, of a super moon, and it makes it one of the smallest full moons of the entire year. So from a spiritual mindset, this is the chance that you have to take some small moments and turn them into some deep opportunities for healing. So have you ever wondered what the spiritual meaning of the full moon is if you haven't got a full moon practice? So, and we know that the full moon occurs when the, the sun sits opposite the moon and this causes tension between the two brightest luminaries in the sky. The full moons hold a powerful spiritual meaning in astrology and it highlights the push and the pull between our human egos and spiritual intuition. And this energy is further amplified by the fact that the moon shines brighter during the full moon than any other phase in the lunar cycle. So anything that was hidden from view or obscured from our vision comes into focus during the full moon. And it's up to us to put aside any preconceived notions and delve deeper into what the stars and the planets are telling us. So what can we expect from tomorrow's full moon in Virgo? So if we have a look at the other planets and what they're up to... This month's full moon features a Mars, Venus and Jupiter square. And that's sending your energy in a million different directions. So when the planets are square, it's a sort of a conflicting energy. It's not a super smooth energy. So Mars, which is all about action and aggression, links up with Venus, which is all about attraction and affection. 
So we might find ourselves rethinking what we want out of our lives and more importantly, what we're willing to do with our destiny. So these two planets will form a square, so a conflicting energy to Jupiter, which is all about expansion and knowledge. So this is going to push us to get critical with our current arrangements. So I think this is a chance to look at the full moon and um, we need to act for the future and ask for more. But interestingly, the full moon, the Virgo full moons also forms an opposition, which again is challenging energy to Saturn, which is the planet of rules and restriction. And this is going to create some emotional limitations in your life. So it's all going to be changing, isn't it? It's all going to be happening. The energy of this full moon is all about looking in and changing and uh, looking what's not serving you. So you might feel a drive towards personal freedom and isolation during this time, which isn't always a bad thing. So setting yourself free of tending to other people's needs for a few days will give you time to take some care of your spiritual housekeeping. So under this transit, soul work and spiritual attunement might sound like a bore, but that's all the more the reason to question your goals and aspirations. We need to dig deeper. And why have you felt so disconnected lately? Oh, have you noticed that the energy this week has been very disconnecting? Everyone's feeling a bit scattered and... Um, Yes, I've noticed it definitely. Everyone's feeling a bit pulled in all sorts of directions. So maybe that's explaining all that energy, that conflicting energy that we've got at the moment. It's making you question what's going on. And that was the Mind, Body and Spirit Show with Joe Shipley here on Yes FM. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.